Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. Practice has just ended here at St. Vincent College. And, uh, Matt? I don't think anybody's leaving, though. Nobody's leaving. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's staying right here. What, uh, what, are, your, uh, what are your initial thoughts of, of what you just saw? Defense looks sharp. Uh, they get to the football quickly. I, I'm sure a pass rush would sure help their cause, too. It could be even uglier for the offense if they're trying to block TJ and you know th- those guys, obviously. Um, Pickens is a standout to me. I mean, I think he has a chance to really be a star, and the more you watch him, the more I like that. Um, let me think on that a little. I mean, once again, I think I thought Rudolph had the best. Yeah, day of the yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, Pickett made, made a throw here and there, throws, but yeah. it, it, it needs to come out quicker. Uh, Mitch looks like he's getting the hang of it, of course, but I mean, he's still knocking the rust off. And, yeah, you know, he also didn't play a ton last year either. Um, Really, I mean, the the obvious thing here is just the energy and the excitement around the whole facility, the whole area right now. But on the field, not to diminish what we've seen so far, I'm really excited for Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something. I mean, this was more OTA stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mini camp. That's what we saw. You don't hear pads popping. Yeah. And, you know. Well, that's the other thing for the offensive line. Right. Uh, these guys, you know, I talked to Pat Meyer yesterday the new offensive line coach, and he's like, you know, we're teaching some new techniques. We're teaching some new, you know, ways to do things. Mm-hmm. and But we really won't know anything until they put the pads on. Right, right. You know, like we, we've commented over the last two hours or so, oh, there's Kendrick. There's a clean rusher. You know. Yeah, the left guards are switching. Yeah. But did you really learn anything about either no. one of them, or did anyone get a leg up at that job? I don't think so. I don't know how you possibly could have unless somebody blew an assignment. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Unless right. you did something wrong mentally. Yeah, it's tough to uh, tough to judge any of that because they have again put on the pads, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So, but no, there'll be a lot of Monday hitting, will I be think. a day of reckoning. Yeah, this, you know. I mean, I'm excited to go home, see the fam tomorrow, and then come back here for a really full week of physical practices and pads and line play. I mean, line play is what I'm really looking forward yeah. to. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, you want to see those guys? Uh, how how does that come to fruition? You know, what 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 comes out of uh, you know all this teaching that they've done in the off season. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know, it's, so you're going to get your first chance to to really see what those techniques are. And again, those one-on-one drills. Uh, you know, the, the pass blocking drills, the run blocking drills. And Mike Tomlin does a great job of creating competition. The matchups he picks yeah. and things like that. Right, right. Very cognizant of who faces who. I mean, and, like Najee's first rep might be against Watt, you know, <laughs> you know, and like set the tone. Who knows? I mean, whatever. I bet it it's, it's probably not against. I'm going to guess maybe Bush or something. I'm going like to guess that. the first rep in backs on backers. Backs on backer. Okay, is going to be that might be going Bush against maybe it might be Robert Spillane against Najee Harris, and then and then you say Najee, okay, you're done. Okay, because Spillane will just run in there a thousand miles an hour. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. uh, I'm glad you mentioned Avery in that drill too. Not, he's going to shine, I think. There, I think he will. Yeah, and, and a lot of times it's also tight end on edge guys. You yeah. know, it's not just running backs. You know, and, and I'll be and, interested to see Miles Jack in that. You know, how does? Yeah, I don't know what he brings as a, a pass rusher at all. Right, right, right. I mean, he closes well. He's explosive. You know, I'd like to see his pass rush moves. Can he run over McFarland? You know, yeah, when, right. you know those type of dudes. Well, go, for go guys right like through guys him, like yeah. McFarland, this is a big deal because he, a he didn't get McNichols. Yeah, yeah, didn't get to do it much as a rookie. And then, you know, the last year was kind of a, a, a 
different kind of training camp as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to be the passing down back, that has to that's rule number one, man. You need to be able to pass block or at yeah, least you know trust. You better you at two. least be willing to do it. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. what they're looking for. You know, you're not necessarily looking for the back to win in that situation because it it favors the defense 100. percent Oh right, right, right. I mean that rep is hard on the hard. on the back. Yeah, right, it's, it's they about have a the two way go. They're running yeah. straight at you with full speed, yeah. and you got to adjust quickly. The other thing that the back doesn't do in that drill, which is you can't cut and he doesn't get any kind of chip help or they don't get redirected by all the other huge bodies in between them. But there's also a mental side of pass protection for the back too. like just think of Ben in the shotgun with Najee to a sidecar to his left. Well, there's sometimes he has to cross Ben's face and pick up the blitzer to the right. And sometimes they don't do it, you know, and you got to know who the free guy is. You got to understand the O line protection scheme. You know, they call out the mic and all that stuff, and they got to realize which one's who, you know, which one's my guy, and do I got to go all the way over there to get him, or is they fanning the protection to take that guy out, and I get who's left, or, you know, so you got to be on top of that. I mean, like, you know, Brady's a perfect example. He's never going to play with a back that doesn't know how to do that. The back, <laughs> the back would just not play. Yeah, right. He could be the be- he could be you know the second coming of of Jim Brown. <laughs> right. If, he, yeah. if he's not blocking anybody, he's not playing with. Brady. If he doesn't know who to block, then yeah. that's never happening. Right. Yeah. You better at least know who to block and get in the way. You know. Absolutely. No Absolutely. free rushers. Um. You know, and then later in the week we'll we'll get to see. I'm sure the the. Tight ends against the linebackers in mm-hmm. coverage. That'll mm-hmm. be a big one for guys like Devin Bush and, and that's, Jack. And that's hard on the linebackers. That's hard on the linebackers. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the, they have the entire field to work with. Yeah. And the quarter, there's nobody else out there. So the quarterback can lay it out there and they don't have to worry about the safety. They got to cover the whole field. Yeah. I mean, every blade of grass is they got to cover and not know what the route is. So that, that favors the offense too. But they don't expect you to win. You right. know, be in his hip pocket, make it tough on him, close on the ball. You know, don't don't give him free releases and let him go exactly where he wants. You know, and realize that the balls will come out a lot faster in the game, and they got to throw between Cam and Alualu, and you know, someone else is going to help you too. Bush is out there, or Jack's out there. You know, so um, the, the coaches understand these drills, and yeah. if you're one of the people in the stands, don't just think, man, the offense is smoking, Jack smoking, today. Yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah. vice versa, and backs versus backers. You know, like these are weighted towards one side of the ball. Yeah, same thing they do. They do the drill with the it's the tight ends. Blocking the ends in the mm-hmm. run drill. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're one on one with with you know you'll you'll see Zach Gentry against T.J. Watt one on one, which is exactly what the Steelers want on game day. Yeah, even if it's a great blocking tight end like Gentry. Yeah, you, you want, know? And, and, but, but that's what gets better. You yeah, know? Watt's expected to win that, and if the, the tight end holds his own in that, I think that's where Gentry maybe caught their eye a little bit last year. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, okay, he's holding his own he's in those. Fighting against you know the top guys on the team. So yeah, I want to see what I want to see. Hopefully, Fryermuth is back by then when they when they start doing that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of want, people working after practice today yeah, too. The yeah. far field's got some guys too. But you want to see how Fryermuth has progressed as a blocker. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So, and, no, I, I yeah. just like the physicality stuff that's coming up, especially the 300-pounders banging away. Yeah. You know, I, I want to see what Cole looks like. I want to see what Daniels looks like. Is he everything we expect him to be? You know, that left guard situation. and Who starts to grab that? But I'm almost more interested in the D lineman, you know. Yeah. I want to see Leal get off the ball. I want to see, you know, Loudermilk lock guys out with those long arms and, you know, all those type of things because they, they got some – Good big guys on defense. They really do. They uh, they're deep. I mean, guys. I was really worried when Tua retired. Guys who made this team last year: the Carlos Davises, Mm -hmm. the Henry Mondos, guys of that nature. Uh, They're They're going to be looking for work. Yeah, they're going to be looking for work or practice squads. I mean, or need a rash of injuries to be useful. And like Warmly was really good, but he probably plays half the amount of snaps this year. Down the depth chart, yeah, yeah, which is exactly what you want from him, you know. And then he comes in, he's fresher, and you get better snaps out of him. Even Cam, you know, like, he's Superman. He's a tremendous player, but he'd be better if they could knock 10% of his snaps off, you know, yeah. and use them when they really need them or in the playoffs or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, watching uh, Trubisky out here working with uh, after practice with uh, some of the receivers. You see Anthony mm-hmm. Miller there. Uh, he's working there with uh, uh, Cody White as well. Cody White's a guy everybody forgets about. Like, he's always like one of the last guys on the field. Yeah, yeah right. Always. Yeah, he's, always makes it hard to cut him or hard to dislike him. Works his butt off. Yeah. I think he's a special teamer too. Right. Yeah. 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 But just works, works, and works. That's all he does. Kenny Pickett over there working with uh, on some snaps and things mm-hmm. uh, with some of the offensive linemen. Uh, there's guys working all over this field. You still see uh, 
Yeah, they're Deontay using Johnson still running around out there, even though he's not practicing. He's working. I can't see who's on the far field enough, but somebody's running routes over there and you know, practicing footwork too. So yeah, yeah, there's still a lot going on. That's Guy, what this someone's is all on about. a jug machine down yeah. here too, and you know, that's what this this affords you the opportunity to do being out here. Like if you're if you're at the stadium or you're I'm not, even not even a stadium if you're if you're down well yeah it's certainly at the stadium you know for training camp mm-hmm. uh or you know at the practice facility i gotta get home you know? <laughs> right right like you know where to be yeah you get nowhere else to go here they, they're not practicing tomorrow no right right and there'll be guys who just stay here mm-hmm. and, no, especially the young guys that yeah. don't have a family here yet or whatever you know might as well stay and Work is late today. Maybe hit the weight room even longer yeah, and then, right. then kick your feet up and relax and let your body heal. That's the beauty of this uh, kind of situation where, you know, the, the, it's just all football all the time. You right. Can, you can immerse yourself for, the, you know, three or four weeks in nothing but football. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to – you don't have the outside like distractions. I know Mitch Trubisky has a new baby at home, which I'm sure he'd love to see. But maybe I should stay here and sleep tonight as opposed to having yeah. a baby scream all night. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can and you should and you're – Working on your craft, and he's out there right now, running, you know, yeah. working routes. Throwing the Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. How are they going to get their reps? Well, they're doing it. Here we go. They're doing it right now. Oh, and Deontay, he's not doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's always the last guy in the field. Always, <laughs> he always. just doesn't run the team stuff. Yeah, I mean, he he works. He does work. I mean, you can't take that away from him at all. No, I puts the time in. I, I think nothing that he's done is fluky. Whether it's here or somewhere else down the line, I think he's going to be a very good NFL receiver. That he's that established. I have no doubts about the player. Yeah. yeah. It's just a matter of, you know, how much do you want to pay for that position? Yeah. I just don't know how the Steelers view wide receivers. You know, are we so good at that that we should just draft one in the second round or in the second day every year and have cheap receivers? Or is he good enough to be over that hump that we're willing to pay him because the price has gone up? Well, the thing that you, you, you wonder about, too, is, you know, okay, so you use a second-day pick every year on a receiver. Mm-hmm. That means you're not using a second-day pick on another spot. The developmental tackle or, yeah, you know, right, right, right. And 100%. so, you know, at some point you have to kind of balance Sure. It. And then you're always – and oh, by the way, then you're always young at receiver if you're yeah. only doing first-year contracts. And who's the leader in the room? And, you know, you got to pay somebody. Like, I'm not saying just use up all your cap space because you got it. And the Roonies aren't going to do that. We know that. But – Reward that you have the space now, you know, you can still be frugal and smart so you have it to allocate to the right people. But it's not three or four years ago where we would like to keep this guy. We just can't. Yeah. You know, you can now. And trying to stay competitive while fighting right. the salary cap. Right, right, right. You're not fighting the salary cap. Right no. Now. Like I was bringing up Javon Hardgrave. I think they would have loved to have kept a player like that. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. You know, but that was not possible. Yeah, just wasn't in but the But Deontay's heart. possible. If they choose to it's keep him, they will. If, yeah, yeah. If, if they can get that worked out. We'll see if that happens here. Um, but, yeah. Uh, hillside practice, is uh, still packed. Yeah, players still out there working, but the hillside is still packed. I like I like what the defensive back – I don't the, the trainer over there working with Deontay Johnson and doing a nice job of, like, getting grabby with him and stuff like like a cornerback would. Yeah, yeah. I, you know? I get a kick out of when, like, coaches and non-athletes – go out there and try to, like, replicate, give them a look. Yeah. And a lot of these coaches actually played, of course, and, you know, were good back in their day. But some of them are a little uh, past their prime. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that stood out to you about uh, today's practice? Mm. Don't overreact to bad picket news. I think you'll be getting that through the media. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't deserve praise either, you know. Right, but right. it's, you know, he, he has a lot of work to do. If we're still having those conversations, let's say a week from now, I want at least a week from now being like, "Oh, he looks more comfortable. Yeah, Ball's coming out yeah. quicker." You know, I'm yeah. not saying he should start, you know, but I want to see progress every three practices or so. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that people need to remember. We're still just four practices into this, mm-hmm. and maybe he's better when the bullets are a little more live and there, you know, there's linemen and all that stuff too. I mean, I, I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not sure uh, what to think of the offensive line. You know, we're talking. Well, there's a free rusher. Well, if they have pads on, is it different? You know, well, they're letting them. They're letting them come in pretty clean. Some yeah. of them, right? I mean, yeah. you're not really blocking mm-hmm. at this point. And, and Trubisky has obvious ability. Yeah. I mean, in terms of just his physical gifts. I mean, he's an NFL talent, NFL starting talent all day long. So we'll see how I'm he just works. Watching out, Anthony Miller again, there catching the football. He's a natural, mm-hmm. like catcher away from his body. You know, I like him more and more when I watch him live than even, you know, 
yeah. his career up to this point. You mentioned his body type earlier, too. I mean, pretty thick. He almost has like a, a hockey body type where he kind of has a square upper body with his wider shoulders. He can kind of take a pounding a little bit, you know, and have some physicality to him. And he's, yeah. he's tenacious. Yeah, I, I think that could be a pretty good pickup for them. Mm-hmm. That's really under the radar. That yeah. The, I mean, again, you got him for nothing because you were able to hide those guys on the practice squad last year. I mean, year. that receiver room's probably going to go five, maybe six deep of guys who don't mind being out there. Yeah. You know, I depending on Boykin, in my opinion. Yeah, right, right. I mean, um, he might be the sixth. I just can't believe the Ravens gave up on Boykin like that. I, I wish there was more to that story that I understood. Yeah. Uh, especially this time of the year. You can't get them on your 90-man roster or whatever, yeah, you know, crazy. with their receiver room? Unless, you know, hey, they, you know, it was a situation where, where you know, we saw Hollywood Brown asked to ask out of there. I wonder if Boykin did as well. Maybe. I don't know. And he might um, not ever tell you that. But mm-hmm. Are they changing the profile of type of receiver they want? Do they want little jitterbug types and he's just not it? I, I have no idea. But I was shocked when he became available because it wasn't a – save money thing that you know you don't make any money keeping them really or you're cutting them yeah no right it serves no purpose i mean and he's still cheap and it's probably good for him i mean maybe he didn't work hard enough there and now he realizes boy this could end pretty quick for me who's to say but i would have picked him up as well second i heard that i was like oh i'm interested look at cody white there with the one yeah the one-handed grab nice nice i like and with all respect to cody white like he's a special teamer he's tough he works you want him around but if you can go Deontay, Pickens, Claypool, Austin, Miller, well, Cody, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe you're the sixth guy. Make it too. And, yeah, right. And maybe Boykin, like, you know, I appreciate your hard work and all, but we got better guys. That's going to be one of the tougher cuts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see a team calling them up. You know, Those hey, six are going to make it. I didn't think about Gunner. Yeah. I mean, there are going to be six going to the receiver room in week one and maybe seven. And then you know you got you still have guys like Steve Sims, you, you know, yeah, right, right, again, right, who are NFL players who've played snaps, you know, started games in the NFL that aren't mm-hmm. making your roster. And they've caught passes and been productive, yeah. and right, right, right. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely some guys there that uh, that's not bad, you know. And uh, what t- if Pickens becomes yeah. a star? If I'm the yeah. Atlanta Falcons, I'm watching. Yeah, know? right. <laughs> Bears, or you know, right. There's a bunch of teams out there that could use one more receiver or somebody that can log NFL snaps. Absolutely, a good throw there by Mitch. Well, the one thing I, you know, I've seen a lot of you know, Steelers just why don't they just trade Deontay Johnson? They could get a second round pick for him right now. Why would you do that? If you know you're not going to resign him, which I don't think they know that. I mean, yeah. I, I think they have a number in mind, and if he comes in over that, then he probably be on his way, and he'll have to you know think about it. But that's not the message you send to this team right now. You no. send one of your best offensive players, one of your best players, elsewhere. I mean. Even if Pickens looks like the second coming of Randy Moss, I'm still not trading Johnson right now. I'd still like to have them both. You know, I'd still like to have both of those guys out there, you know, helping my young quarterbacks out. Exactly. The offense needs all the help it can get. Don't don't take assets away. Sure, a second-round pick would be wonderful, and that's probably what you'd get. But you don't get to cash that in for a while. And next year, you potentially get a third-round pick for him. As a compensatory, as a compensatory pick, pick. if he leaves, because mm-hmm. he's going to get he's going to get a big contract. He's going to get a big contract. I'm sure they'll sign people outside the organization that won't help their comp pick equation. The only time I'm considering the trade this year is if, if the trade deadline rolls around and it looks like they're not a contender. You know, yeah. and if it's that point of the year where I don't see them waving the white flag, though. They've it's just not never, who they are. They've just right? Never been that team. I mean, he, and the trade deadline's not in week twelve. Do. You know, I mean, it's yeah. middle of the year. Uh, you know, I think back to that 2013 season when they were two and six. Mm-hmm. You know, and things look bleak. And yeah, they, and they still came back and finished eight and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Don't, they don't wave the white flag. No, but a second round pick would be great. But he's a better football player than whoever you're going to take in the second round probably next year. I mean, absolutely. nine out of ten times. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the bird in hand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm thinking of hypotheticals. I mean, if Pickens and Austin blew your doors off and they have to play and they're they're phenomenal and this room's even better than we thought, I'd listen, but. <laughs> I I don't know how you go to Cam Hayward and be like, yeah, we just traded our best guy. Yeah, know? we just traded Deontay Johnson. We got a second-round pick next year. Right, right, right. Oh, like, how's huh. that help us this year? Right. I mean, like Dallas was rumored. Like, yeah. okay, you get the 55th pick in the draft. That was a rumor. That was something. Somebody, Some, that someone was threw it out speculation. there. Speculation. Right, right, right. right. Oh, why don't they do this? Yeah. No, right. that's, that's the difference between it. 
That drives me nuts when I, I see that. I know you hate that term. I hate that. Yeah. But the rumor is, no, it's not a rumor. It's somebody speculated about it. I could type it on Twitter right now and just throw yeah. out any, Matt pick Williams, any random Matt team. Williams yeah. saying, uh, yeah. You know. I could go to random.com or whatever and throw 32 <laughs> teams in there. Whatever team popped up, I'll just put it on Twitter and now it's a rumor. Now it's a rumor. Yeah. yeah. Hot rumor. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything close happened or even there was one conversation that's, that's about all, it. That, that, that's when people talk about clickbait. Yeah. That's yeah, clickbait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could talk about of if I were the Cowboys, I would offer them, you know. Yeah. Or if I were the Steelers, I'd call the Bills about Zach Moss. Great. Go for it. But that doesn't mean it's happening. Right. I right. mean, we speculated that. that right, mean it's gonna right, be, right, right. You know, it's going to be true. Right. I'd still do it. I'd still I, right, right. I'd call the Niners about Trey Sermon maybe, you know. I'd be interested in either one of those guys. Yeah, for a seventh-round pick or something. Moss but, more than Sermon. I yeah, me too. He's done more. He's actually had more. He's had a little bit of buzz. They said he's moving better than ever. Maybe they're trying to trade him. I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's sometimes that's how that goes. <laughs> right. It doesn't this mean that's true either. Yeah, yeah, they're trying, yeah, yeah. To, they're trying to move him. Someone yeah. le- someone leaks it, but there's no truth to it, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take another break. He All is right. Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Patch practice has wrapped up for the day here, but there's still players out there working. Mitch Trubisky still out there throwing passes. Yeah. To the receivers. Deontay Johnson getting a lot of work in with him. I bet they don't want the day off tomorrow. I feel like get the impression they just want to keep getting better and put the work in. Yeah, you're here. You might as well get the work in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anthony Miller is just yeah, that's impressive. Quick. He has some quickness, quick, too. Quick, quick, quick. We're he's going to yeah. be a factor on this offense. I think he will, too. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. We are live uh, overlooking the Steelers practice field here at St. Vincent College overlooking Chuck Knoll Stadium field here. And Mr. Biscay's throwing the ball well. He is. Um, way it comes out of his hands. I, I think when he gets a little more comfortable in this mm-hmm. offense, I think that you know you're going to see uh, a much different player than what we've seen here the first few days. I think so too. And I think once they get the guy in the green shoes down there back on the field, that would help too. <laughs> yeah, he's he's all right. Kind of a big deal. Yep. Yeah. We were both commenting on Miller again too. Yeah, like, Anthony Miller looks good. He looks good. Quick. I think he's going to be a factor this year. Gets in and gets out of his cuts. Yeah, well. he sunk his, his hips there really well. Came out, presented a target. Boom, balls right on him on time. And Mitch is throwing it well, and these receivers look good out here. Yeah. Also, see uh, Najee Harris down here still working, mm-hmm. uh, catching the football, and doing those kind of things. Uh, Zach Gentry coming, finally walking off. Uh, so, yeah, there's. Uh, I've seen Najee doing a lot of hand-eye coordination, receiving drills, tennis yeah. balls, yeah. and you know, un- unorthodox you know training well, methods. You know, if but... you look at his season last year, he had some drops. I guess he did. I, th- I think he it was eight or nine drops last year. Was it that year. many? Yeah, he, he had a bunch. Uh, that, that you'd like to see for a guy who has good hands. Great hands, right? Yeah. Now, I get that a lot of that was, hey, go, Najee, you're going to run out to the flat or, or you're going to go three yards and turn around. And that, it's third and eight and yeah. you're catching ball two yards. And, yeah. So drops are going to happen in those kind of situations. But uh, I bet he's not happy with that, though. No. Because he should yeah. be a very good receiver this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's take a look around the league. Some okay. things Anything going happen? on today. Uh, well, the 49ers. Lost uh, defensive lineman uh, Maurice Hurst 
okay. to a uh, torn biceps out for the year. They just cut the Ford yesterday, the day before, too. Um, I was writing an article, actually, for Steelers.com, previewing the NFC West. They were, like, at the top of the league in terms of sacks without blitzing. Yeah. And then I went back and looked at their draft. I mean, with the exception of Trey Lance and maybe one other guy, almost every one of their first-round picks the last seven or eight, your first pick, because Drake Jackson was this year, the first pick was a D-lineman. You know, like, they really put a lot of resources into D-line, maybe more than any team in the league. And Hurst is interesting because that poor guy, I mean, everyone's talking about him as like a top 50 pick coming out of Michigan, goes to the combine, and they found a heart condition, you yeah. know, and then he, the Raiders took him in like the fifth or sixth round, and he's never really materialized. And it sounds like he's not going to play this year either. Uh, the, the Buccaneers, uh, Tampa Bay losing Ryan Jensen earlier this mm-hmm. week. Uh, Todd Bowles today, their, their first-year head coach, said uh, they're going to look internally first, and they're going to take a look at Robert Hainsey and Nick Leverett mm-hmm. right now. I think Hainsey job. was a third-round pick last year, yeah, kind yeah. of with this in mind. He can also play guard. Uh, I don't know the other guy particularly well, to be honest with you. Um, again, I, I would think you've got to be at least on the phone with J.C. Treader. Um, yeah. There's been some people asking us about Treader and Daryl Williams, and Daryl Williams signed with the Patriots yesterday too, so he's out of the mix as out well. Mix. So they were the two. Offensive linemen that I thought were, you know, had a track record that were named guys. You it kind know. of gives you an idea of where the Patriots are at in their offensive line right now as well. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. Maybe they just looked at him like, hey, he's good. We'll pick him up, you know. But uh, he's uh, – I, I didn't think that would be a, an O-line needed team. Yeah, uh, but you can always use offensive yeah. linemen. take a tackle that's been around the block. Yeah, 100%. Um, if you look at uh, some of the other stuff going on around the league uh, – I, I know we both like Gunner, but like watching him run slot routes versus Miller is not even close. Day. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Uh, Trevor Lawrence saying he, praising Travis Atn today, as you would expect. They were good, college good, teammates. Right. I mean, it's not like he's a surprise to Travis. No, to Trevor but he's Lawrence. a key for them. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of easy throws, explosive plays, might be the number one back. Um, he's gonna be on some of my fantasy teams. I can promise you that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kenneth Gamewell was getting some first team. Snaps. He's a sneaky one, too. Uh, while Miles Sanders was getting second-team snaps, Nick Sirianni said that, uh, look, Miles um, is still our, our number mm-hmm. one back. Yeah. That's... I like Gamewell, though. I think he's a lot like Pollard or, you know, I think some people look at Gamewell like he's just a James White receiver-only type. I think he's highly capable of, you know, not workload, but getting serious carries. Miles um, Sanders is – a good player. He's very talented. Um, he didn't score a touchdown last year, which is probably just more fluky than anything. Uh, Woodland Hills guy. But he's, his contract's up after the year, and they ran the ball more than any team in the league. You know, so uh, you can't just hope Miles Sanders is your bell cow and forget about it. Well, no, you're going to need two, and that's you know something we've talked a lot about yeah. with this team. Right, right. Who do you think the fastest Miami Dolphin is? Pads on on a football field, I'm still going Tyreek. Well, you'd be wrong. Waddle? You'd be wrong. Uh, okay. According to head coach Mike McDaniel, the guy who's recorded the fastest time speed is Raheem Mostert. And if you look at it, the Raheem Mostert in, since 2020 has produced the two fastest in-game speeds. And I say, I remember him having well into the 20-mile-an-hour yeah, range. 23.09 yeah. and 22.73. Uh, Hill's top speed in game is 21.91 miles per hour. Have I complained to you about this yet on the air? No, like, you have not. I am not a scientist or a, uh, a, a odometer specialist or whatever they use to judge mile per hour. But the fastest guys every given week are always like Fournette, Chubb, Mostert. They're not the speed guys. It's the guys that take a while to get going and, like, the second leg of the 100-yard dash, they really start to pick up speed, and they get to 20, 25 miles an hour. Like, you can't tell me he's faster than Tyreek Hill. Like, <laughs> I'm just not going to buy that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, in a, in a straight line, once he gets going, he can really roll. And well, that's I what they I look for. I think Fitzpatrick those... a couple years ago had the one of the fastest times for the season. Really? On the interception that he took back. Uh, it was like the 99-yard interception mm, okay. that he had. I think it was, he was like 22-something. I mean, anything over 20, I think, is moving pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to your point, there's a difference between the 
build-up speed. The acceleration is more important. Acceleration, right. yeah. I get up, if you get up to speed quickly, mm-hmm. that, that makes a big difference. Now, there's no way Mostert's beating Tyreek or Waddle in a 20-yard dash. No. Yeah, no, no chance. No. I mean, maybe he is in fast. an 80. I mean, that oh, is, he, that's, his, that's his thing. Yeah, that's I his think he's a track card. background, too. Um, Josh Allen yelling at some of his uh, defensive linemen because they're getting a little too close to really? him during some stuff. That's usually the owner should be yelling at him. Yeah, the checks head coach should through. be yelling right, at him. Like, right, hey, right. guys, yeah. don't touch the franchise. It, that's an interesting D-line, though. It's really deep with a lot of early-round picks, and now you throw Von Miller in the mix. I think they're probably trying to show themselves or get a pecking order there, a yeah. lot to prove. You know, everyone's talking about the offense and all that, but that D-line has a lot invested in it, Oliver, Rousseau, all those dudes, and it's time for them to really step up. Uh, Malik Willis uh, talking about um, getting used to seeing NFL defenses. Uh, Mike Vrabel told the reporter Saturday uh, they want him to get better at his timing. Same thing we're talking about with sure. Kenny Pickett. Pickett. That was uh, a huge problem with Willis in college, yeah. too. Yeah. And yeah. he got away with it against really bad competition because he gets run around. Yeah. Uh, Vrabel saying that's been the message, just making sure the timing improves because you only have a certain amount of time to get the pass off and the distribution of the route and everything else ties into that. That's something that Kenny Pickett's dealing with right now as mm-hmm. well. I mean, Zach Wilson went through it last year and never really overcame it. I mean, this is not an uncommon problem. I mean, Hertz had that issue in college as well. I mean, Haskins, uh, Fields, a lot of these guys are that way. You know, so again, not uncommon, but you gotta get over it. It's not an easy thing to correct either. It, it is not, no. uh, especially um, you got trust. And for Pickett right now, people also need to remember he's getting limited snaps. If he was either getting every snap and wasn't getting any better, yeah. I'd be a lot more concerned. Yeah. He's third team right now. Yeah, I mean, he, the, the one drill he had, you know, he he was zero for four, but he only threw four passes. He threw like, four passes. Like that's right. not enough to, you know. And in, in, in seven shots, he's only had one one rep. One rep since he's been here. It right? was a touchdown, but it was one rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, let's get a little bo- bigger body of work. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how this continues to uh, to go here for some of these teams, uh, but not a lot of bad news around the league. Yeah. Hopefully that keeps up. Yeah. Yeah, the Jensen one's the big one so far. Um, the Julio signing to me doesn't move the needle. I mean, no. it's a big name guy, no. but that doesn't excite me. The, I think the bigger news out of Tampa, and I don't know if it'll keep up, is that. Godwin is not on the pup. You know, he's practicing in full right now. Yeah, Who that's knows? a big deal. Same with Michael Thomas. So yeah, I, I thought those guys were more banged up than I thought. But we'll see. I mean, they, they could always put him on the pup at any time. Yeah, not seeing much. Again, still no movement on the Deshaun Watson Strange. situation. Yeah. Or Lamar's contract. We're, we're another or, week into that now. And Oh, there's another big contract news. Is It sounds like uh, Derwin James is looking for a Minka Plus type of deal. And um, – is, is doing the hold-in thing as we speak. Yeah. And he'll probably get it, you know. That, that team's in it to win it right now, and he's a great player, but he has a durability thing looming a little the bit. Durability too. is an issue. I, I think if you look at him, you know, player for player, you go, okay, he's they're, he's as talented, if not more talented than Binka. He's bigger, yeah. But you got to stay on the field. you got to stay on the field. I mean, the, the fact that they're both safeties is a little bit of a misnomer. I mean, like, Derwin James lined up on the edge and rushed the passer last year. I mean, like, Minka's never going to do that. Yeah. And you're not going to ask Derwin to be deep middle play after play after play either. So Or drop down in the slot necessarily. Yeah, to do those right, right, right. I mean, he's a great player. I love him. I mean, he's one of the few safeties I would consider trading Minka for, but he's not the same guy. Yeah, definitely uh, different, uh, differently stylistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I remember seeing him at the Pro Bowl a couple of years ago, and I went to the down to the Pro Bowl watching him at practice going, he doesn't look like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. And that's the Pro Bowl. That's not just any, yeah, any Joe Blow roster. Bowl, yeah. right? That's the best of the best. And he looks better than all those dudes. Yeah. Uh, he's quite the body. Tell you what, Anthony Miller, again, putting in the work today. Yeah. Look at th- this drill. I think he's the star- drill here. That he's, that he's this hot potato drill or something. Yeah. yeah. He's, got he, two, he's got two coaches. He's sitting on the ground. Let's, let's mm-hmm. paint the picture here. Sitting on the ground. He's got two guys walking around him, throwing balls at him one after the other. As soon as he gets one out of his hands, he, he flips. It's flips like a one-touch thing. Looks the other way. And they're, they're kind of changing directions on him. Yeah. you got one over one shoulder now and one over the other. Um, I assume this is training your eyes to pick up the ball. Quickly. You're real quick yeah. because they're not far away from him. I mean, that thing's coming on him quick. Yeah. And you don't get to move your feet. You know, you don't get to adjust your upper body to, or, you know, to, to adjust to the football really well. I, he might be my star of practice today. That, that's a good call. By yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Standing out, you. and you know, no, no Deontay, no Claypool. Maybe we saw a little more of them than we would have, 
But take advantage of that stuff. That's the way the league works. I, th- I think people really are sleeping on him. Mm-hmm. I think fans, I think they, they saw the Boykin signing. Well, Miles Boykin. They're like, right. Anthony Miller's got juice. Yeah. And I remember you saying last year after they picked him up, it's like, yeah, they're not using him, but he, you pick up a guy midseason, you're jumping on a speeding train. You know, yeah. it's yeah, really you gotta hard. Learn, you got to learn the offense. You're right. Learn, you're learning everything in the building. Of, right. Where do I go get taped? Uh, but I'll take this version of Miller over McLeod. You know, like if oh, they if they would have been doubt. comfortable with this yeah. guy doing the McLeod stuff last year, they'd have been a better football team. That's the thing. You know, and I wrote that today in my piece on, on DK Pittsburgh Sports. Like, Ray Ray McLeod got 66 targets last year. Yeah, that's so good. He doesn't demand anything. He shouldn't demand anything, any targets like that. Yeah. Uh, there should be no guarantees of any kind of targets for, for that guy. I, I mean, I remember writing a, a post game. Every Tuesday I wrote a post game, you know, Steeler article. And I bet 10 to 12 of them I wrote a sentence like, McLeod paid, played 48 snaps today. That's 38 too many. You're forcing the ball yeah. to that guy. And we say this all the time. Like, if you're the defense, who are the five you don't want out there? Well, McLeod's not on that list. No, <laughs> you know? no absolutely no. not. Yeah, I, I completely 100% agree. I was a little shocked the Niners gave him as much as they did. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're looking for a return guy. and you, you, They're all about after the catch. Yeah, um, but I don't see him helping Trey Lance a whole lot. No, no. I mean, I guess maybe they need a returner. I, I don't know. But um, he had a lot of tape, and I didn't think it was very impressive. No, I didn't either. I'll take Miller over him all day long. All day long. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We are live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. Uh, the practice is wrapped up. Still some players on the field doing mm-hmm. some stuff. Uh, but Still uh, a lot of fans. Still a lot of fans here waiting to get autographs and things of that nature. Uh, Anthony Miller finally wrapping, finally it up hanging it up. About an hour. After Job practice. well done, Anthony. Yeah, good for you. Uh, but that's gonna. We're gonna take a break here. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your twenty four seven home of the black and gold SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. That's actually uh, there's there's a couple guys over there kicking a soccer ball. That's actually uh, Robert Spillane, I believe. Is there. it? It looks like he's not his first time. He was heading it and could yeah, control the ball a little bit. And he's done a little bit of that. Who else? Is Whoever he's there? goofing off with, I think That's was Minka. just was just uh, near him doing Minka it. Minka Fitzpatrick's but, yeah. over there kicking it to him. Uh, who else do I see over there? And who, someone's on the ground too, doing the same Miller drill that we were still talking about. Yeah, I can't tell who that might be. Uh, Carl Joseph again. He's been. Oh, okay. Boy, he puts in the time too. We yeah. don't give him enough credit for being an after practice guy. Yeah. He's doing it with the helmet on too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, makes it a little harder he's with getting the visor. Working. Um, again, I, I I talked to him in the spring, and he says, "Look, if I don't make it here, I'm going to try to make it somewhere else." I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I uh, got to put the work in. And yeah. So, He's an interesting guy too. I mean, he has some pedigree as well. You know, first round pick, and you get a bunch of those guys. Yeah, right, right. A bunch of those guys that were, you know, high pedigree guys that just didn't work out somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. But if I'm going to take a risk on a, a retread on the for nothing, give me all the first and second round picks in the world. You know, <laughs> they, went, they went that high for a reason. Yeah, mostly because they have athletic ability. You know, I mean, you, you can coach the try hard guy all you want, but he has a ceiling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this soccer is a little strange. I just, Surprised to see it, but Splane looks like he's all right. Working on some footwork. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just goofing off and having fun on a nice field. Yeah, I mean, I mean, why not? Why not? They're off. Yeah, you're having a little fun. Yeah. If, if you're not, not going, going home, home or anything, you might as well hang here with your buds. Kick a soccer ball around. Again, Throw that's a frisbee. The camaraderie that you're building. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, all part of this, this yeah. whole process. I mean, if they weren't at camp, they would all be in cars hustling home, you know? Yeah. Going to meet friends or family or whatever, you know? Absolutely. Um, when you look at this team, and I mentioned yesterday the the over under is now seven. I don't understand why. I I just think six is so much less likely than eight. Yeah, I mean six and eleven. This does not look like a six and eleven team to me. No, I, I don't believe that for no. a second. I, mean, I wonder I, if the quarterback news is getting people like maybe the people that think. Oh, Pickett, it was really a challenge, and everyone just takes a, a – Everybody thought Pickett – well, Pickett's going to be the starter. Yeah, Now yeah. he looks bad. Well, okay, then it's, it's – And they always have a pre- – they already have a preconceived notion about Trubisky, so they're a six-win team. I, I don't know. But uh, I, for you betters out there, I think I'd be jumping on the over on that one. I mean, you need six or less to lose. 
I think they're going to win. <laughs> they're going to win seven or more. Six isn't many. No, six isn't many. They have a tough schedule. I mean, they really do. Yeah, there's not a lot of gimmies on there. But there's but... not a lot of travel either. True. Good point. You know, even though those, and we know Mike Tomlin's track record against good football teams. No, oh, yeah, he is... wins wins a few that he shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That'll happen again this year. Absolutely. I mean, you think um, they're going to get swept in the division? Um, no. no. <laughs> you know, right. No. I mean, you get two wins in the division, you got to find four more to – or you know, five more to tie your bet. I would bet right now, if, if somebody came to me and said, I'll give you odds on the Steelers finishing dead last in the AFC North, I would pick against that. I would, too. I think Cincinnati's going to regress a little, and the people yeah. are a little ahead of themselves with the Bengals, although I think they're a better team than the Steelers. Um, I, I think where you're going with this is, do you think the Browns are going to have a tough year? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. I, mean, yeah. I think they're more likely to win six games than the Steelers are. I don't know if their over-under is even available in Vegas. I knew it wasn't for a long time. But if it were eight or under, I, that's a bet I would be looking at right now too. The longer if, I this, bet it's like eight and a half. The longer this thing stretches out with Deshaun Watson – He's the at least worse, practicing. The worse it is for the Browns. Right, because they need answers. Right. Yeah, right. Because they could be six, get, you know. They need to get somebody. They need to get Jacoby Brissett ready to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a little bit of a juggling act going on right now because you have to have Watson be the man right now. I mean, you have to. if you're at Cleveland practice right now and he's practicing, he has to be the man. You know, I mean, that's what he was paid to do no matter what he does off the field. But deep down, you know – Week one, he's not going to be here, and I got to get the other guy ready. Like that's hard. Yeah, uh, and oh, by the way, all four of their quarterbacks are new guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, and their number one receiver is a new guy, and you know, so uh, I think they have some challenges. But it could also go right for them. Do you wow. trust that coaching staff? Sort of, more so than Cincinnati's. I mean, I almost said it could go right for them, but. He's gonna get. He's not gonna get zero games. Right. He's gonna get yeah, something. Right. I mean, it's not gonna be a two-game suspension, and you go one and one, and then you're back at it, and nothing <laughs> happens. I mean, that's not gonna be. The, that's not gonna be the case. Um. So yeah, I, I don't think that they finish last in the division. I don't mm-hmm. know if they're. You know. I don't know if they would finish first. I wouldn't pick them to do that either. But I think that they're gonna be in the mix to. I for the absolutely spot. think they're much closer to a playoff team than they are a. Top ten draft pick team, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be shocked if they end up with a seventh or eighth pick overall. I mean, I mean, they, they, maybe they only do win seven games, but I expect there to be a lot of progress as the season goes on, and you know, maybe you lose a lot of tight ones. But deep down, I think the the over under should be like eight and a half, maybe eight. Yeah, I think that's yeah more realistic. Just because I can't see six. Yeah, I mean, for you to lose, they have to get to six. You know, and I, I just don't see the six and eleven team here with seventeen bites at the apple. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that, um, again, it's my twenty ninth season. Mm-hmm. They've won six games or fewer once. They went six <laughs> right. and ten one year. Never with this coaching staff. Yes, you're right. right. You know, like I mean, that's it's not a fluke. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, I've seen them win with Mike Tomczak as their quarterback. Yeah. I've, you know. And even the last three years, they have not had top-tier quarterback play. Right. You know, and one of those years, they didn't have really an NFL quarterback, and they were 8-8, eight eight, you know. So, I mean, Tomlin has pulled some miracles. I mean, that one, to me was not a playoff team last year. I mean, a valid contender. You know, I mean, of course yeah, they went. When you, when you have the a Raiders team that, either, either, when you but, finish dead last in run defense. Yeah. When, you know. You, I mean, their offense was bottom third of the league yeah. easily you know uh the defense suffered because of it yeah uh you lose your you know two of your top three defensive linemen mm-hmm. you should not go you should no not you shouldn't games. make the playoffs yeah i mean you shouldn't be playing in the postseason i mean just the, just the 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 run defense thing alone i bet you could count if you went back 20 years you could probably count on one hand the number of times a team was dead last in run defense and made the playoffs yeah i'm curious if you even expand it like who are the bottom five run defenses every year? What percentage of the time do they go to the postseason? It's probably like 10. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, it's not many. Yeah, you better be great on offense, and, you know, and they weren't. Yeah. I mean, you better win. And if you're great on offense, teams probably aren't <laughs> running it a lot against you. True, true. Because you get, you got to play catch up. I, I mean, I, that Lions tie game was uh, really showed where they were this year because you allowed the Lions just to run it over and over and over, and they wanted nothing to do with throwing the football. And – your offense couldn't do enough against a not very good defense to not tie that game. I mean, yeah. they end up with a win. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, 
you're looking at the pecking order in the AFC, I know we've, we talked about this in the offseason. Let's, mm-hmm. see, let's see if we feel any differently about it now. I still think Buffalo. Yeah, I think they're pretty is, consensus. Is number one. One. Who's, who's number two? I'm leaning towards the Chargers, but I wish that Andy Reid was coaching the Chargers or Belichick was coaching the tar- Chargers. I yeah, that Harbaugh, all. right. I love their team. I love Herbert. I honestly think if we have this conversation a year from now, we might be like, I think Herbert might be the best quarterback in the league. I mean, I think that's possible. They have a line. They have playmakers on defense. They might be my still my two. Kansas City deserves a lot of respect, though. I know they're going to play differently this year, but Andy Reid and Mahomes is a pretty lethal combination. Who would be your two? Um, One of those two or Baltimore, Cincy? It wouldn't be someone from the south. No, I don't think I don't think it's a team from the south. I would probably lean towards. I, I kind of like the Chargers as well. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't love them. Um, I mean, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Right, they that's had the a thing. better roster than the Steelers. Yeah. They both neither one could stop the run. But yeah. I'll take that team over. You know what Tomlin had last year. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so I think it's you know it's still to be determined. But I I, I think it's their tiers, mm-hmm. and I think you can say okay. Buffalo, I think it's on. It might be on their own tier, probably. And then that, and then that second tier is the teams you just mentioned: KC and Chargers. The Chargers, KC, and I might think about maybe can Indianapolis be in that tier? Can Baltimore be in that tier? I mean, could Cincy, could Denver? I, don't I, I might put I'm those four in the, Denver. I think the things are going to go wrong there. Those four might be tier three for me. But Denver's the worst of them. Yeah. I trust the Colts. I just don't think they have a high enough ceiling to beat the good teams. Like, I think they'll win the division. Yeah. I'm not high on the Titans. I think this is disaster time but for I the think, Titans. I think the Colts can win 11 games. Yeah. Win four or five in the division. In which case, you're, you're going to be in the, the top yeah, two yeah. or three or four. In the yeah. I don't think they have a hard schedule either. And I think Matt Ryan's an upgrade. Yeah. You know, they'll protect them well. And, you know, he'll, do, he'll be smart with the football. Um, and then after that, you're looking at who's the Steelers tier for you. I think the Steelers tier is, and I think they're they're right after those teams. I think you're looking at Miami, New England, New England, Raiders. Yes, Tennessee or do you even? I'm not sold on Tennessee. I, I want nothing to do with Tennessee. Yeah. I'm curious what their over under win total is because unless it's remarkably low, I would go under. Yeah. And I think it's a def- definite, like, bottom. Yeah. Like Jacksonville's still in that. Jets. The Jets Houston. are still in that. Houston's still in that. I'm not sure where you put the Browns. I mean, I would put the Browns I'll on the, the Steeler tier. If, if, if Deshaun Watson is not playing, the Browns are in that last tier. I agree. I agree. They'd be, I mean, I, I, I like their chances of beating Jacksonville, the Jets, and Houston. I mean, they start the season up. against Carolina. That'll be a, a big test for them with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, if that's the case. That's a very losable game. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Especially if, if Baker's starting. And I'm sure he will be. And I'm sure he will be. Right. I mean, I bet think, the Browns are you favored. You think he'll be a little juiced up for that? It's in, it's in Carolina. No, I know. I know. I bet the Browns are favored, and I bet I bet on the Panthers. Maybe even if Watson – and Watson's not going to play. What are you talking play. about? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I keep saying that. Like, oh, maybe he doesn't get suspended. Of course he's getting suspended. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to be there week one. Yeah. When did the Steelers get them again? Do you know off the top of their heads? Uh, early. It's early. I, I want to say it's week three. He won't be there for that either. It'll be a Thursday night game. It's right after the, the – Yeah, their right, home right, open. right. Yeah. But that looked like a danger zone because he had a short week. But yeah. uh, he's not going to be there for now that. Now it's up there. You know, that's, that's, again, when you look at that Steelers over-under for win total, mm-hmm. you know, that week three game is in Cleveland. You're like, oh, it's a Thursday night game, so it's a short week. Right. But if it's Jacoby Brissett. If you're just looking at it on paper, you think, well, I'm going to count that against the Steelers for the win total bet. But I, I'll take my chances in that situation. Brissett preparing for this defense on a super short, a short week. short week, you yeah. Know, right. I, I like their shot on that one. And even Watson, when they if he's there for the second Steeler game, when's the last time he played football? That's the you other thing, I mean? yeah. Right. I'm sure he can be phenomenal. I mean, I know he can be phenomenal, but – I can't believe there won't be rust his first couple games back from suspension, whether mean, they're late this year or let alone if they're next year. Yeah, playing a little bit in the preseason is not going to. No, and I would play him in the preseason. I think they have to. Because if he gets hurt, I mean, if it's a minor injury, he's not going to play for a while anyway. Yeah. You know, you don't have to protect him like you do other guys. But what would happen to them if, let's, let's, let's say, Brissett got hurt? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, 
Jimmy's your only option at this. At know. that point, and you, yeah, you and know. who knows? He may be a Seahawk by then or whatever. Yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I, he he still hasn't started throwing. Like they said, well, he's been cleared to throw, but they're not they're not having him do it. It's no, like, right? There's no video of him out there right. gunning out routes. I mean, th- them saying he's ready to throw mm-hmm. is, is is different than. And that's another one. If you pick him up, is he really ready for week one? It's not that far away. I mean, we've got the Hall of Fame game next week. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy to think mm-hmm. that. You know, yeah, it really like, is. We're going to watch live football with people going full speed against each one, one another, I think, Thursday, right? Yeah, that's next Thursday night. Very cool. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, so today's practice, uh, you know, the, the Steelers. Ring of uh, Honor? Yeah, we haven't really talked about the Ring no. of Honor all that much. I did with Wes a little bit, but uh, certainly uh, – uh, you know, looking at that uh, that crew that went in. Uh, Myron just touches my heart. I mean, you knew him personally a little bit. I'd yeah. never met him as a media guy. But, I mean, I tell Stan this all the time, that growing up, my kitchen, there was a transistor radio in the corner. <laughs> and I think Myron was on from 6 to 8, and Stan was on from like 8 to 9. And it was every night. My mom hated it during dinner, but it was always on. And I, or I was sh- shooting Nerf hoops in the kitchen and listening to Myron all, every night. You know, yeah. I, I called in a couple times, you know, I mean. I mean, he's a childhood favorite. Uh, yeah, so Myron Cope, Heath Miller, Ray Matthews, and Sam Davis, a, a mm-hmm. really good group there. Of course, Heath Miller was here at practice today. That was cool. Yeah, that was that was nice to see. And Tom and had his family with him. Yeah. yeah, that was um, very cool. All the little Millers. Uh, yeah, all the 83s <laughs> running around. Yep. He looks good, too. Looks he like does he look could, good. He could play a He does look too. good. Uh, but, yeah, Cope, uh, Cope. I mean, I, I have a picture of my first – my first Steeler game that I covered was in Barcelona, Spain. Mm, yeah, that that I covered once I started full time on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went, we flew overnight to get over there, and we went straight to practice. Bill Cowher took him straight to the practice field. So I have a picture, and I put it on Facebook. Before. I've seen it; it's great. Yeah, it's it's me sitting next to Myron Cope. Uh, it was Rick uh, Starr and um, Vic Ketchman. Okay, we're all sitting there, and Norm Vargo was there as well, watching watching the Steelers practice. And, and as we're sitting in the dugout in Barcelona, yeah, in Europe, and, you know, right? Yeah, in Europe. It was, uh, you know, for for a young guy like myself, that was a big deal. And Cope was always great with the uh, writers. Uh, There's no bigger legend. No, no, no <laughs> and, and some of his stories not. at this this facilities are great too. Yeah, but that's going to do it for yep. today's show. Uh, we're so back on Monday, folks. We'll be back on Monday. Don't uh, forget to uh, tune in. We, we take you wire to wire with Steelers coverage here on Steelers Nation Radio. You've been listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.